0: This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times.
1: Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times where we break down financial tips so you can get started after listening to this episode. I'm your host, Ernest Lewis. Now, in this episode, I have here with me Dr. William Wan, the General Secretary of the Singapore Kindness Movement. Hi, Dr. Wan. Welcome to the show.
0: Good morning, Ernest. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, very good. And we want to have this episode with a difference, actually. It's not so much about financial tips in a very grab sort of way immediately. We want to talk about financial tips for the longer run and for the longer term. So you have this new book out in the bookstores Through the Valley, The Art of Living and
0: Leaving Well. Can you tell us more about it? This book is actually about how I live my life and Mm -hmm. how my friends I know live their lives and how we design it to live purposefully, meaningfully and actively at whatever age. It's not just a book for older people, it's also a book for young people because we age whether we like it or not. And the idea is to inspire, to challenge us to live to our optimum.
1: You know, we talk about financial tips in Money Hacks and you have a financial tip for us in this episode. Definitely. it's called financial hoarding don't be a financial hoarder that's an interesting phrase can you tell me what you mean by that
0: well you know frugality is the other side of the coin frugality is a good thing Mm. I mean we should be frugal we should save all we can but uh, hoarding is not a good idea because then we are living only for ourselves we are not sharing what we have so financial hoarding is when we are not giving we are not generous we keep it all within our own family within our own need and not thinking of the needs of others. Mm.
1: That is very common in uh, Asian society because we feel like we really need to work hard for what we try and make. And try and keep everything And try and take care of our families first And then only at the last minute Only as an afterthought Only when there's extra We sort of give it away
0: Well, that reminds me of this uh, great guy called John Wesley Mm. Some of us know the name He taught his people that we should earn all we can Save all we can And give all we can And one guy Hearing him said What a pity He had the first two right But not the last one (laughs) But actually To keep the balance I think he uh, John Wesley Is right Because we can't really Spend all the money That we save And we need to learn How to give some away Mm. And the best time To give them away Is while we're still alive I mean we can leave them In the will But of course In the Chinese Traditional family We always think Of leaving some Only for our own family Mm. What about leaving some also for the needs of others, for charities and Mm. other institutions that are doing good. Now, I also think that we should be giving some while we're still alive so that we can manage as stewards of, of resources, yeah. manage the resources we have, give, and ensure that they are spent properly according to what we believe in. I think that's a good thing.
1: So, John Wesley was an Anglican pastor, right, until he died.
0: No, he was an Anglican who started a Methodist movement, yes, yes. which eventually became the Methodist Church. So,
1: he was the co-founder of the Methodist Church. He
0: was the founder of <laughs> yes. the Methodist Church this church. Is. And
1: what's interesting about your book is also you do not just cover death In the perspective of Christianity You also cover the way different religions look at death Yes, Uh, You cover Buddhism, Taoism, Hinduism
0: and all that Can you tell us more about that? The book is not a religious book It's Mm. a book for all of us Of course, I write from my perspective of my own faith I also invited my friends of other faith To contribute to the last chapter On their perspective on death and dying
1: Mm. And it's interesting because We often try not to speak too much about death especially with our loved ones while we are living. That is a problem. I mean, I had to take a while to talk to my dad about preparing all the documents. And my mom is even more sensitive. And now she sort of agrees that we need to prep all these documents in advance.
0: That is also part of the thrust yeah. of my book. The second half of my book is about a documented immigrant I see going beyond this life as migrating yeah. and if there is another world better get prepared for it and if there's no other world that's fine too but we should have our wills for example ready problem of not talking about the death and dying is that we don't leave a will and mm. we leave behind a mess and people do not really know what you want to do with mm. your assets and then they can fight over these things. So, uh, it is good to be documented, including, you know, what we want when we get very ill. You know, do you want to be sustained, you know, with a machine or do you want to go naturally? I think those things, you know, advanced medical directive and all that should also be talked about.
1: That's good. Okay, now if you're liking these money hacks so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's iTunes or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our conversation with Dr. William Wan, the General Secretary of the Singapore Kindness Movement. So, Dr. Wan, you were talking about Asian families, right? Say, for example, Asian families that are well-provided for. Often, I hear they do trust funds for the children or the grandchildren in the future and so on. Is there something more they can do, especially for families that are well-provided for? Can they do something more with their money for society or even charities?
0: Yes, of course. Do you know, we we are very concerned today about inequality, economic inequality. Yeah. One way for us who have a bit more than others to deal with inequality is to consider giving away some so that we can sort of level up a little bit. When we are successful and our children are successful, by the time, for example, I leave this world, my kids will be in their 50s and maybe my eldest is already 45. So I can imagine in 10 years time, they'll be 55 and more. They would have established their own life So giving them a bit more Is not going to mean a whole lot to them
1: That's I, a good point that you mentioned In the book as well Which I read You said A good retirement mantra Do not provide more for your children Than is needed Spend what you save too you want to tell us about yeah, that? I think we yeah. should
0: At a certain age in our life I'm already 72 And yeah. I'm thinking that you know, I have some savings Do I want to just keep them for my children When they are all well provided Education, jobs and everything else mm. or should I also spend something on myself and my wife I think we should I think the old days when our great grandparents you know stench <laughs> and save and sleep on planks and then provide the beautiful no. beds for us I think we should now rethink and say hey you know we also after all the hard work deserve to pamper ourselves a little bit but don't go off balance because okay. we also need to give some away so that we can also, in a sense, contribute to the redistribution of wealth as well mm. so that we can bridge that inequality gap.
1: Yeah, so not just enjoying the fruits of our labour but also sharing the fruits yes, right, indeed, of our labour. Indeed. indeed. Okay. In
0: fact, there is a little other mantra that I have written about. That is, we can either live above our means, which is not good because yeah. we will be in debt, Or live below our means Which is the best Or live within our means Now within our means Is very common We will not spend more Than we have Mm. But I think it's a good idea Also to consider Living below our means So that we can actually Conserve some money And give that away Because we don't Mm. really Need to spend that much
1: I need to ask you this question And for those who are skeptical They might ask you What Is the joy in giving, in sharing something that I've worked so hard for? That is a very difficult question to explain to someone in a very short time.
0: Interestingly, we're all in search of happiness, pursuit of happiness. But let me tell you this, happiness is not something you chase after. Happiness comes from within. And when you start giving, you start receiving. And what you receive is actually happiness.
1: And when you give to someone, that someone, when you see that person that you give to, I think that's something that you cannot describe in words.
0: That's right. And the little that we give and the difference, the big difference it makes to other people, I tell you, that joy, that happiness is indescribable. You should try it.
1: Okay. And is there any other point in wills, talking about legal points in wills, Do you have to sort of state in your wills that you want to start doing something extra with your money for charities or societies besides just taking care of a family? Do you have to wait for then or should you do it now?
0: I think the operation of wills is very simple. First of all, it is about what you will. What do you will to do with what you have? Secondly, it only takes effect upon your death. So, for example, if I have written in my will that whatever I have, I want to give to my family plus whatever I want to give to, whoever Mm -hmm. I want to give to. Now, that doesn't mean I can't spend the money that I have willed. That's only what I will have upon my death. But before I die, I can still spend whatever I want because it's my money. And I can still give away whatever I want. So that at the point of death, the will will only be taking effect and the assets distributed will only be the assets that is left after you have spent whatever you spend.
1: And of course, not forgetting, you may have a change of heart, but your family members who don't understand this change of heart, they may not see things the same way as if, for example, you don't have the mental capacity later on, right? Well,
0: whatever will you make at the time when you have the mental capacity, that will stays until you change the will. Right right like if you change the will you you can change it anytime you want so the latest will always supersede whatever will you make so that's the way it is of course if you don't have the mental capacity then you can't really change the will because you know you'll be challenged that you were either forced to make it or you didn't know what you were doing etc so always make the will when you have the mental capacity to do it
1: Okay, and to wrap up, your final point is don't wait, don't hoard financially. Do something with it now.
0: Do something, celebrate life, share and make yourself happy and make others happy.
1: That's great advice. Thanks, Dr. William Wan. Thank you. So, once again, Dr. William Wan's new book is out in the bookstores. It's called Through the Valley, The Art of Living and Leaving Well. That's a wrap for Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips and these are tips that are good for life actually. Do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's iTunes or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.